Welcome to Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, a podcast where two amateur mixologists introduce homemade cocktails and discuss what makes each one a giant hit. Now, here are your hosts, Finn and Matthew Henry. Well, hello there, fellow cocktail lovers. This is your reliable, old-fashioned booze enthusiast, Matthew Henry, welcoming you to another episode of Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, where we discuss all things liquor with a splash of laughter, a squeeze of wit, and a garnish of the absurd. And who better to navigate these intoxicating waters with than my brother, my partner in cocktail crimes, the Commodore of cocktail chemistry himself, the audacious, the innovative, Ben Henry. If a cocktail recipe is a ship, Ben's the one who sets it sailing into uncharted seas, often straying from the course just because there's an intriguing island of odd ingredients nearby. Meanwhile, I'm your lighthouse, always firmly on the shore, keeping us grounded in the familiar taste and time-tested recipes we all adore. So sit back, raise your glass, and get ready to dive headfirst into the sea of spirited discussions. Welcome aboard the good ship, Giant Cocktails Happy Hour. How you doing, Ben? <laughs> ChatGPT, man, just... Just, just wow. keeps on wow. going. Yeah, I mean, they really, really got into <laughs> it there. Commodore. <laughs> wow, I've been promoted, and and also like I don't it it kind of made you the boring sidekick. Yeah, I think in the prompt I told it that you like to do all this crazy stuff, and I'm the one that kind of just sticks to tried and true recipes, and right. so I think it's kind of taking that and. Uh, First of all, we've both done our fair share of crazy when it comes to the cocktails, Mr. You know, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking Mr. about, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Fruity Pebbles, milk, fat wash, you know, extravaganza, <laughs> custard, you know, um, but but I'll take it. I'll take it. I like it. I'm a Commodore. I'm good at chemistry. I'm audacious. I'm innovative. I'm basically Odysseus. So that's cool. Um, it is cool. Yeah, I'm doing well. You know, I you know, another week, another cocktail. I'm feeling pretty good about the cocktail I brought to the show today. It's not mine. It's not an original, so that might be why I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> That's right. Okay, Commodore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, you know, sometimes you make your own, but sometimes you steal from the natives whose land you just invaded. You're like, hello. Good point. Good point. Here's some smallpox. Let me steal your cocktail recipes. And that's, huh. that's, what, All right. that's what audacious Commodores do. How, okay. how are you, Matthew? <laughs> You know, I'm good. I'm good. This week, I have been uh, visiting. Well, I've been traveling, I should say. Uh, I spent four days in hot Atlanta. Yeah. And uh, it was hot and yeah. muggy. And it would just rain at really odd times. And it would pour down rain. There'd be lightning and thunder. And then it would all stop. And <laughs> we would just carry on with our day. And uh, it was, you know, so that was kind of interesting. Uh, great, great work conference. Came back all energized. Came straight to the airport. My family picked me up and we continued on to Santa Cruz. Wow. And I ran the wharf to wharf uh, six mile run. That's a tradition in our family to to do that. And so I've been running it for several years and with my whole family. 
And uh, my son ran like really fast and I, you know, ran kind of medium slow. So, right. you know, that was that was, you know, to be expected and finished it. Uh, my legs are tired and achy, but other than that, things are good. Tomorrow, well, it'll be by the time this is recorded or by the time this is published, it will have already been my birthday. But as we record, tomorrow is my birthday. Hmm. And I'm uh, looking forward to just chilling in Santa Cruz and hanging out on the beach and doing some of the stuff that I love to do from from my childhood. So, right. yeah, things are good. Right. Sweet. Hang on one second. I got to make a mental note here. Write something down. It's totally not to relate it to anything that you just said. Get gift. Okay. All right. Get gift for Matthew. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will say, if you're looking for gifts, uh, the rocks glasses that you got me last time, both of them have broken, and I really liked them. So I'm just saying. Uh, oh. Yeah. Um, um, I'm trying uh, to remember which one. Oh, I think larger. I remember. Oh, are they were they square ones? Square ones. Yes. Yeah, they were really nice. Yeah. And they were slightly larger than your traditional rocks glass, yeah, and I really yeah. liked that too. Yeah. Uh, mm. um, I promise, if I get them again, I will take better care of them. Yeah. Wow. The, the dishwasher was. Uh, not their friend. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Again, noted. Noted. Uh, All so, right. All so right. yeah. Okay. Question. You got a question for me, I think. So, so, so birthdays. Mm. I feel like we're on this topic. Do you have a favorite birthday memory? <sighs> Do I have a favorite birthday memory? Uh, I'm not really one of those, Matthew, that, that like super gets into my birthday celebrations. Like I don't have a birthday party. Um, right. I mean, one has to have friends to and to have a birthday party. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, granted. that's that's kind of a complicating factor. Yes. Um, uh, that's not true. I have friends. I have friends. Uh, I, I don't really have any distinct memories. I, I do remember one birthday party that I had as a kid where we had a, a, a big old slip and slide out back for the party. And somebody came to my birthday party who I didn't normally know, and they were like, is it okay? And I said, yeah, sure, it's okay. What did you bring me? I remember saying that <laughs> distinctly to that person. It sounds like a Ben, a ben <laughs> yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, let's go with that. That's my favorite birthday memory. Okay. That's <laughs> my, <laughs> Ben, ben uh, <laughs> demanding gifts from the strange kid who showed up at his birthday party with the slip and slide. <laughs> I have a couple of memories that are kind of uh, very far apart. The first one, pretty sure, was my eighth birthday. It was the very first year that we had moved to Santa Cruz. And, in fact, we had just moved there, like, literally, like, a week or two before. Mm. And uh, so knowing nobody. And, you know, I must say, our mother went the extra mile for this one. Like, she wanted to have a party for me. I've so she invited all the local yeah. kids. She invited all the local kids. And then... Like, we were in downtown Santa Cruz, and she came across this family of clowns, as one does in Santa Cruz. Like, they were traveling on this, like, old dilapidated school bus, and she was like, hey, why don't you just come on up to my son's birthday party? And so they did. And we had, like, this, like, weird kind of Santa Cruzian, bohemian kind of birthday. And it was yeah. really cool because it could have been a really bad birthday and not knowing anyone and all that. And she made it kind of fun. So so shout out to mom on that one. Folks, there were photographs then, uh, of this. Yeah. There were photographs of this party that I used to look at, like, religiously, like, for years. 
and uh, with these clowns in them. And they're, yeah, they're just like all these clowns. They look kind of like raggedy and, you know, raggedy in. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. like, like they you were, know, Sparnum and Bailey clowns. They're no, a little more no, like, these were they've your, been through the ringer a couple times. These yeah. were your, 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 you know, yeah, your, your family clowns. Uh, uh, your family of clowns, as you said, and so we're absolutely terrifying, I'm sure. But back then, I think in the 70s, it was fine. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then the second one was uh, one of the years that I was in New York City. And I happened to notice that the Giants were playing the bets uh, in New York mm. on my birthday. And so I just took the subway out to, uh, out to the, the ballpark. And I was going to buy a ticket and somebody walked up to me because they said, hey, are you looking for a ticket? And I was like, well, yeah. And I was going to just go buy it from the box office because back then nobody Mets games weren't selling out. You could just go get one. And uh, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, we have a ticket. You know, we just want to give it away. We don't want it to go to use. So I got a free ticket. It was my birthday, right? So I was like, well, that's cool. And then it just so happened that it was a mom and a young boy. And I guess the dad couldn't make it, but they wanted they she brought her son. And, yep. and we sat there and I kept score at the game, right? And he had a scorebook. And then so every time mm. I would see out of the corner of my eye that every mark that I would make in the scorebook, he would look over and then he would make the same mark in his. And Sweet. so after about an inning, I decided to reach over and I started explaining to him how to keep score. And we had a wonderful time. The Giants won that day. And uh, it was really cool. I just, I, it was one of my best birthday memories. Like it was just kind of hanging out with some kid, teaching him about baseball. And I uh, got a free ticket to the game, saw the Giants win. It was still one of my all time favorite birthday memories. All right. Well, you know what time it is. Is it that time? It is that time. Time for. All right. Tip, tip of, of the, the day. day. So today's tip of the day. Is is uh, I got the reason we're doing this tip is because I am sitting in my mother's closet and uh, visiting, you know, at our childhood home. And she's not a cocktail enthusiast. So I had to kind of think of ways to bring a cocktail to the house, but I didn't want to bring all these bottles and things. So I brought a shot, a little uh, I, I have a little bottle of tequila. I got a little bit of uh, Grand Marnier in this case, and then I a bottle of Topo Chico mineral water, and and so I figured the easy if you want an easy cocktail, you can't go wrong with a carbonated mixer, because pretty much every cocktail that you have that that includes a carbonated mixer is just dump and pour, right? I mean, you just it doesn't right. get any easier than that. And so sometimes you don't want to go through the shaking and the stirring and all this stuff. And you just want a quick cocktail. So today's uh, cocktail that I'm going to make for you is one of those. But generally, there's you know a simple rum and Coke, you know, like a Bacardi yeah. and Coke or, you know, which is called a Cuba Libre with a little lime in there. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, there's just so many things that you can do with a carbonated mixer that's just the easy, easy cocktail. And sometimes I think we kind of go a little highbrow and forget about our, our wonderful carbonated mixers. So that's my tip of the day. That is an excellent tip. My my go to my go to um, mixer is is ginger beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, like uh, typically I believe that's called a buck. Um, but then also you can make Ricky's with club soda. 
right? And and so basically, you just take whatever spirit you're putting in there, and if you add club soda to it, it's a gin ricky, it's a rum ricky, it's a, you know, and yeah, some of them have other cool, fun names, um, but this is a tried and true method to to get to the point as quickly as possible. And folks, sometimes that's really all you're after. But you also want it to be tasty and fun. Yeah, good tip. Thank you. Thank you. Good tip. Cheers. Cheers to your carbonated mixers. All right. Indeed. So, Ben, what you drinking? What they drinking? Well, thank you for asking, Matthew. Today I am presenting a cocktail uh, called the Fleming Fizz, uh, which has a very common uh, bubbly additive that I like to add to a lot of cocktails. <laughs> Um, it, it uh, it's a little bit more sophisticated or fortified, I might say, than than your typical carbonated soda or or um, or ginger beer. But uh, so first of all, Matthew, we are going to be publishing this podcast, this particular episode, on U.S. National Scotch Day. And yes, this is an American National Day for a product that is made in Scotland. <laughs> but I thought, hey. You know what? Let's celebrate it. And I and so I what I did is I went out and I started looking for some recipes to build upon what I did last week, because while I was presenting my um, sacrilegious uh, um, cocktail, the fruit roll up, which, as everyone will remember, had a quarter ounce of Lagavulin in it. And, uh, you know, I apologize profusely for that. But I did mention that it is actually not that uncommon to add um, uh, smoky peaty scots, uh, scotch to, to cocktails to add a little bit of uh, smoky, uh, uh, smoky profile to cocktails. It's, it's not that uncommon. And so I went out looking for a cocktail that might be appropriate for National Scotch Day. And I came across this cocktail known as the Fleming Fizz. And the first thing that I want to do is give credit to the creator of the Fleming Fizz, which uh, was created by a, um, a, a gentleman by the name of Frederick Yarm. Uh, I believe he originally published this cocktail on his, uh, his Blogspot po- um, uh, podcast. Uh, what are those old-fashioned things, Matthew, where people wrote and other people Blogs. went to the websites to read them? That's what it's called. Yeah, blog. It's right there in the name of Blogspot. Yeah, he 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 uh, published it on his blog back in 2015, but it has become kind of a you know a well known um, either fizzy or scotch based cocktail across the internets, and uh, and it was right up my alley because it's based on partially the French 75, and it's also based on a cocktail that we had presented previously on the show. The penicillin, which Matthew presented in um, the Giant Cocktails episode number 69. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so this is a cross between those two cocktails. Uh, And so what's in it? Well, first of all, you have one and a half ounces of blended scotch whiskey, three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, half an ounce of honey syrup, and a quarter ounce of of ginger syrup. You combine all of those ingredients into a shaker with ice. You shake until chilled, and then you double strain into a champagne flute, and you top it off with two ounces of sparkling white wine. Or more to fill the glass. Just be aware that the more you add, the more it's going to dilute the rest of the flavors in this particular cocktail. Uh, And then 
you top it off with an eighth of an ounce of Islay Single Malt Scotch. What is Islay Single Malt Scotch? Well, Lagavulin is an Islay Single Malt Scotch. It is a Scottish whiskey made uh, from Isle, the Islay region of Scotland, which is like an island in south, southwestern Scotland. And uh, they are well known for making very peaty flavored cocktails. Uh, some Lagavulin is a famous brand here, but also Lafregue. And there's a bunch of others that you can uh, find. And, and they all have this very smoky, peaty profile. So it creates, well, first of all, it creates a very, it's got the very smoky nose from the peat, uh, from the Islay Scotch. And then it is a very bubbly and exciting kind of um, feel on the palate with the, with the bubbles from the, from the sparkling white wine. You get a lot of the flavor from that malt scotch, but then the flavors of the blended scotch and really the honey syrup and the ginger start to kick in and finish off the flavor. And so it's really this kind of like journey of flavors, all of which are very forward. It is a very um, festive kind of feeling uh, when you drink this cocktail. Um it might be a little bit much for some people, I think, in terms of its flavor profiles, because it's kind of all over the place. There's a lot going on in this cocktail, but it's a lot of fun. And, you know, because of the extra added punch of the sparkling white wine, it, uh, you know, it gets you to where you want to go rather quickly. I will say this. Uh, I did make my own ginger syrup for this. I did make my own honey syrup. And, um, but I, and I also did use Lagavulin, but I did do a little bit of research. First of all, Matthew, a bottle of Lagavulin, I said last week, cost like $120. I think I tossed that number out there. It's really around 80. Okay. And oh. I think if you're using an eighth of an ounce to a quarter of an ounce, you know, it's really not that big of a deal. An, uh, an but there an are ounce, some. And I'm sorry, but an eighth of an ounce, by the way, is three quarters of a teaspoon. So there you go. Three, oh. So not a whole lot. <laughs> Not a whole lot, really. But a lot, a little goes a long way, right? I, I think even for the cocktail that I presented last week, we could have pulled it back to an eighth of an ounce and it would have been fine. Blended scotch is, is these are very, very, very common, right? I'm using Monkey Shoulder in mine, but, you know, the other popular brands of this are like Cuddy Sark, Shivas Regal, or Shivas, uh, Johnny Walker, a lot of your standard scotches like those, which can be found for um, very affordable prices. And I would say if you're looking for a cheaper Islay single malt scotch, I would go with maybe an eight-year Lagavulin or an eight-year Lafrague, uh, sorry, a uh, 10-year Lafrague or an eight-year Lagavulin. Uh, those are probably going to be right now about the $55 range. So if you're looking for something a little bit cheaper, and then if you use it like this, it'll last for a very long time. Uh, so there you have it, Matthew. The Fleming Fizz. Oh, by the way, it's named after the man who discovered penicillin. Uh, yeah. Could have sworn you were going to say the man who discovered James Bond. but uh... <laughs> Discovered James Bond? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it created James Bond? Yeah. Uh, no, not, it's not after Ian Fleming. It's after Alexander Fleming, who discovered the drug in 1928. That's an interesting little nod to the original, to the, to the inspiration. Uh, with the uh, the penicillin, yeah, right? from the penicillin, yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, I, I'm, I kind of want to try this cocktail now. This is, uh, you, you find the the most interesting cocktails that you can combine with sparkling wine. Uh, you know, you, 
You're just... Uh... I have a list, Matthew, and I'm working through them. <laughs> oh, man. So if you are a sparkling white wine or slash champagne enthusiast, Ben is your guy. Uh, and, you know, one thing about those types of drinks is that they... they they're always just go down nice and easy. You know, there's kind of this nice sipping kind of just it, I, I'm and I'm digging all the, the ginger syrup and the honey syrup. I feel like that would probably go really well against the, the scotch. And uh, yeah, I, I really like this. It's really tasty. It is really good. Um, uh, yes, as pe- particularly the honey and ginger syrups. So I'll put the recipe for the ginger syrup in the notes as well. All right. All right. Well, so what I'm bringing today is, uh, again, I am all in on the summer cocktails. And because I'm traveling, as I alluded to earlier, you know, I I needed something that was going to be quick and easy. And so today I am bringing a cocktail that is pretty popular just within the last year or so called Ranch Water. And I'm not really sure where the name comes from, to be honest. Uh, but, you know, when I first heard it, I was a little like, okay, that doesn't sound very appetizing. What would ranch water be? And at first I had like, you know, ranch dressing in my head. And then I was like, then then it was, well, like, you know, water that's on a ranch doesn't sound really tasty either. So I, I was really confused. But regardless of where the name came from, It's actually a real easy cocktail to put together, and it's got two ounces of Blanco tequila, two to three ounces of fresh lime juice. So that's a good, like, two to three full limes, right, just squeezed in there. I add half an ounce of orange liqueur, and in this case, I'm using Grand Marnier, uh, which is optional, but not uncommon. You know, uh, some it adds a little bit of sweetness because there isn't really any sweetness in this cocktail. Uh, and then you top it off. You put it in a highball glass with ice and you put all those, you know, the, the Blanco tequila, the lime juice and the orange liqueur. And then you top it off with sparkling mineral water, uh, preferably Topo Chico. And Topo Chico is the brand that kind of, I think, popularized ranch water. And so it is kind of the the go-to mineral water that you're supposed to use. You could get away with pretty much any other mineral water. Uh, honestly, I haven't done a taste test of the different types, but I did go out and buy Topo Chico for this, and it is quite good. So uh, if you're going to, if you don't have it and you're going to buy some, try out Topo Chico with it because it, it does work really well. So, uh but what I like about this, oh, and then you're, um, I neglected to say that like last week with my slushy, uh, one of the nice little tricks about this is you line, you can line your rim glass with tahine again. And so the tahine <laughs> goes really well with the tequila and lime and uh, adds a little bit more of that uh, limey kind of, you know, uh, a little bit of peppery or chili flavor and it goes really well. So that's what I'm drinking today, Ben. The ranch water, uh, I've got my highball glass with my tahine, with the ice. It's going down easy. I've been having to kind of like monitor how much I'm drinking because I didn't want to drink it all before yeah. I actually got to speak about it. Uh, but now um, I'm going to turn it over to you. I'll take a couple of big gulps. So, Well, what I like about this particular cocktail is that it is super simple, right? Like, like as you mentioned, as the tip of the day, uh, bring a, you know, just, uh, just have a, a simple sparkling or carbonated mixer and, and you can make a lot of fun cocktails. 
that is, I think, really the, the hallmark of this particular cocktail is the sparkling mineral water, right? Because yes. like, I know you're on this kick of, of summer cocktails. This is a thirst quencher, right? I mean, this is the, the whole idea behind this cocktail is that it's a cocktail that you're supposed to drink after a long day or maybe even mid-afternoon drink, right? In the middle yeah. of a long day of working on a hot ranch in the summer, right? And uh, I, I think one of the reasons why it often doesn't have anything sweet in this is because really what's what's attractive about this particular cocktail is the mineral water, right? If you serve this super cold with a large serving of of mineral water, and I mean, how can you not choose Topo Chico? That's just such a fun name to say. <laughs> I mean, who wants a ranch water with Calistoga when you can have Topo Chico? Uh, That's right. And, and uh, uh, all due respect yeah. to our friends in Calistoga. Yes. <laughs> Pretty sure. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, so like, you know, it, it's it's hot, you know, you got you got the lime juice and, and lime juice, you know, and, and like a limeade on a hot day particularly feels extremely like refreshing and um, and thirst quenching when you drink it. I mean, this is like a cocktail that, yeah, you can put in a highball, but you pound it. Yes. Yeah. Give yes. me th- give me three, please. Yes, and I, that is that is exactly right, and it, you know it's it's been hot, you know, in our neck of the woods the last uh, couple weeks, and this is definitely one that will help uh, quench that thirst, you know, and uh, it's so you know especially when it's cold and you got the ice and it's just oh it goes down nice and easy and you just want to gulp it. It's so good. Yeah, the other the other thing I like with three ounces of lime juice in this, it's like it's almost like the tequila is there to cut back on the on the tartness of the lime. Yeah, you know, hey, it never hurts to throw in a little orange liqueur into anything, quite frankly. Yep, yep, and and I I did I did try it without the orange liqueur, and it's fine. Uh, but I you know I wanted to add a little nuance to it and maybe a little bit of uh, sweetness. So, uh, and it doesn't uh, the half ounce is so small that it doesn't really it doesn't it just kind of counteracts a little bit of that lime juice. Um, like the tequila does, and um, you know, but boy, it's it's such a thirst quencher. I, I'm and today after I've run you know 10k, uh, I'm really you know enjoying gulping this down. <laughs> yeah, they should just hand those out at the end of the wharf to wharf. Serious, I'm going to talk to them about that. <laughs> I do, I do wonder about, I do worry a little bit about adding the orange liqueur. I mean, there's nothing wrong with like following the template of a well-established cocktail. But, I mean, come on, tequila, lime juice, and orange liqueur. I mean... You're talking about margarita? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, you put a little salt in the rim, and you're practically drinking a margarita at that point. So if I were to sweeten this up, I might go a different different direction, like that is a little bit, you know, I might do agave, um, simple syrup into here. Um, that, and that, that is uh, what others have done, too. Yep, there's definitely okay. uh, agave is probably this, the other popular sweetener if you're going to use that because it does definitely goes with the tequila. Um, but, you know, I thought the orange would be good with the lime, and I'm not disappointed. So I'm, I'm enjoying right. it. Well, it sounds like a very lovely thirst-quenching cocktail. And, well, there you have it, folks. The ranch water and the Fleming Fizz. If you liked either of these cocktails enough to try them yourselves, or maybe you made something better, doubt it. Okay, you, you might have. That's fair. Uh, take a photo, or maybe just paint a word picture, and send it to us on Instagram, Twitter, Threads, Mastodon, uh, Sky Blue Fox. 
something? No, none of that. No. Uh, no, no, no. Those are the only ones? Those are the only, those oh, the only okay. ones. Okay, you're, you're cutting yeah. us off at four? Those are, we're just four. I can only keep up with four right now. You can only keep, <laughs> you can only keep up with four. Okay, okay. Uh, those of you on Mastodon, I mean, your days might be numbered. I don't know. I, I think the threads, we'll see how the thread things plays out. But but anyway, um, we love to interact with you all and, and interacting with us definitely helps the show. Um, other things that help the show are things like leaving us a positive rating on Apple Podcasts. Or you could tell a friend about us. Now, I know a lot of you have probably already told your friends about us. So you could tell a stranger or your in-laws, or a stranger's in-laws, just or just anybody. Just tell people about the show. It really helps. And uh, yeah. And on that note, we will all see you all on Monday when we will be drinking these very cocktails and talking about the San Francisco Giants, the mercurial and ever-confusing 2023 San Francisco Giants. Until then, Matthew, cheers, my friend. Cheers, Ben. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Giant Cocktails Podcast. Until next time, bottoms up. <laughs>